Chicago Where the fire serve cold But the wolves and the hawks never shiver in the snow The bulls keep it running, the Sox run the south The Cubs run the north, but the Bears run the house Two Chicago sports fans got their ears to the street Any team make a move and they never skip a beat And in this house, this is where we be Welcome to the show with E-Rock and Big Z Welcome, welcome, welcome Welcome to Chicago. Coming from the True Chicago Sports Fan Cave, this is the TCSF Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Yeah! Episode 59 is brought to you by 606 Media, True Chicago Sports Fans, ACSI, and Grit Clothing Company. Don't forget to go to gritclothingco.com and get your official TCSF Podcast t-shirts. Search for keyword True Chicago. Use our promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off your entire order. That is TRUEFAN15. Go get your official TCSF shirts now. Go get them! Ladies and gentlemen, like what you hear, do us a favor and share this show, this podcast, with five of your most closest friends. Your close friends, your uh, friends you don't like that much, uh, the ones that you love the most. Uh, Family members, your dog, your cat, parakeet. Call your friends, call your neighbors. There we go. There we go. (laughs) Oh, man, we're in the studio. I'm here with my homie, my boy, the man, the myth, the legend, E-Rock. What up, E? What's up, Z? What's good, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the show. If you are a first-timer or a long-timer, please remember to hit that subscribe button, that notify button, and go ahead and give us a review on your listening app of choice. We're everywhere, people. Apple, uh, Spotify, all of them. So go find us and uh, rate us and subscribe. And don't forget, you can support the show with a monthly subscription at anchor.fm slash true Chicago sports fans and click on support. And you can become a subscriber for as low as 99 cents a month. You spend more on that on uh, liquor and... Oh, I can't say that right. Oh, we can say no, that. No, liquor no, and hookers, I mean, right? <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, um, yeah, I don't. I, I don't know what you do. Uh, <laughs> I'm back to work. I can't do all that no more, man. <laughs> no more no more late night. <laughs> Hanging out under the viaduct no more. Oh, no. God, no. <laughs> Stay away from Cicero, bro. Get uh, out of here. <laughs> All right, y'all, before we get into it, we want to tell you about an upcoming event we have going on tomorrow, August 22nd. We will be at the third annual Chicago Police Knights Free Back to School Baseball Clinic. Yes, sir. It's at the Little Cubs Field in Humboldt Park, 1339 Luis Munoz Marine Drive in Chicago. Uh, We'll be there between 10 and 1. Um, This is a great event to basically give back to kids in the neighborhood. Uh, Back to school, we're going to be giving away some school supplies. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a it's a clinic for baseball players, and don't forget the uh, the Gators, the all girls team. Yes, sir, is from Humble Park, plays out of Humble Park. So this is a very baseball rich community. Um, if you're around, wave, say hi. We'll be around. Yeah, come get a sticker. Come get a sticker. That, that's about. <laughs> And, 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 you know, we'll, we'll take a picture and, and you know, we'll, we'll act like celebrities at least for one day. That's right. Z, how are you doing, sir? How was your week? My week was kind of long just because I went back to work on Wednesday and, um, you know, you go and there's a lot of pointless emails. <laughs> you know, I, I'm in the PE department, so we're like the redhead stepchild that no one thinks about. So every meeting they're like, oh, uh, reading and math and science. And I'm like, 
Hey, hello, hello. Hi, guys. I'm here. I'm here at work. Over the last uh, year, almost a year now, mm-hmm. I am very accustomed to a lot of emails. Mm-hmm. So I <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you're like, what? Why? Why did you send this to me? This is not for me. Why did you? <laughs> I get that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> the beginning of the school year starts for me on Monday. So by the time you guys hear this, I will probably lose um, a lot of hair, <laughs> a lot of sleep. Hey, as long as you're going to lose as much as me, you'll be all right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't go that far. Come on, pump the bricks. <laughs> well, check it out, ladies and gentlemen. We know that summer is almost over, and I know a lot of people are anxious to get back to work, and we actually have a great opportunity for you all. Let me tell you a little bit about our friends over at ACSI. With over 50 expert technicians in the Chicagoland area, ACSI offers a one-stop shop for telecom wiring. Whether residential cable installation, fiber to the home, or commercial structured cable wiring, Z, let me tell you the most impressive thing about ACSI. During these hard times, the ACSI crew did their thing during the COVID-19 pandemic, and ACSI was awarded HACIA's 2020 Contractor of the Year Award. Mm-hmm. The best part is that ACSI is growing bigger and better than ever. ACSI is now hiring for field sales technicians and project managers. Check out ACSI.tech. That's ACSI.tech and click on careers to apply today. Go get you a job. So this week, we just went to the fantasy football convention. Yes, we sat we there and uh, it was a good time. We met a lot of the guys from ESPN. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe let them, met them a couple times. Yurko, <laughs> Yurko was great. Yurko's are my favorite Waddle too. Yeah, yeah. He's like, hey, uh, it's the podcast guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so we, we were there during the uh, Super Bowl for our boy Mitch Trubisky. His coming home party. The Bills Bowl. The Bills Bowl. And we're going to dig a little bit deeper into that game and uh, the Justin Fields or Andy Dalton discussion. Yeah, we're we also going to talk a little bit about uh, the White Sox road struggles and mm-hmm. the Cubs finally snapping one of the longest losing streaks in team history. At least you ain't the Orioles. <laughs> oh, God. That's brutal. It's brutal. That's brutal. And the thing is, is like no one's thinking about the Orioles. They haven't been good in a long time. Everyone, people no. are focusing on the Cubs because of what happened this year. Well, this yeah, is, this is the first year in a long time they're not going to make the playoffs. Yeah, so that's going to be a lot of fun. And as always, we got stirring the pot. And oh, uh, yeah. what you looking at? We'll uh, we'll cover some stuff that we're doing that's not sports related. All right, lots of good stuff to talk about this week. But first, this is the Big Three with Big Z. Thanks, E Rock. I'm Big Z. You're not. <laughs> And now for the stories of the week. All right. Story number one. This is a really good one because I follow this man. Uh, I follow his whole career pretty much. Was, well, mm-hmm. I'm old. All right. Miguel Cabrera <laughs> is now a member of the most exclusive clubs in baseball. Wow. Miguel Cabrera became the 20th member of the 500 home run club with his sixth inning blast off, uh, for the Detroit Tigers on Sunday against the Blue Jays in Toronto. Wow. The 38-year-old Cabrera connected on a 1-1 pitch off left-hander Steven Matz, who is now part of baseball trivia. There you go. <laughs> this has just cemented his bid for the Hall of Fame. Uh, he's playing. He's been playing since, like, 1967. He better get into the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, you remember when he was a young man on the Marlins? Yeah, 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 I do. He's I mean, a, it, a th- is, third baseman. Yeah, I mean, he's been around for a long time. So, I mean, good for Miggy. Uh, he's I, I can't act. believe how is he still in the league? This is one of them dudes that you forget. How's he? Well, how wasn't he traded? Well, because he's thirty eight. No, but I mean, in, no the last, in the last five years, I, well, I, yeah, he's I, had the opportunity to be traded because Detroit hasn't been good in a while. 
but he's the, he's all their draw is there. You know what I mean? And yeah. They went. To, I want to say they went to the World Series with him, but they didn't win anything, right? Because the the, the, the Tigers were hot for a while when they had Verlander. Well, they had the best pitching staff. They right. Had, they had uh, Verlander and and then a bunch bunch of the other guys that are all over the league now. Right. Yo, no, no, they, they had a lot of really good. Uh, didn't they have uh, Annabelle? They had, uh, they had yeah, Annabelle Sanchez. They had. Um, Oh, the, the, the Scherzer. Scherzer. That's who I'm that's talking it, about. It. That was their guy with the two eyes. <laughs> the two, the, eyes. two different guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, so they, they had a very, very solid team. They did not win it. Um, but look, I'm happy for him. He's been around for a long, long, long time. And he's one, he's one of these dudes that like was a star 10, 10 years ago. And he just managed to stick around long enough. And this is this is it's almost like Frank Gore, where he's going to be able to get into the Hall of Fame based on longevity, not necessarily based on being like an all time. But great. his numbers Does that makes sense. His numbers are good. It's just his numbers the last are good five years he's played for so long. But he's deteriorated because of his. He's been hurt for the past five yeah, years every he's year. One hundred and fifty seven years old. <laughs> he's like the umpire we had at our last softball game. But that bad. Oh, it was terrible, man. It looked like someone dropped a uh, raisin out of the box. I was like, someone steal that sucker back up. It was bad. It was bad, and he comes up to it talking about like, "Oh, I didn't bring my hearing aids today." Uh-huh. What? I'll, I'll play the California Raisins for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, story number two. This is awesome because it's a feel-good story. Cassandra Garcia is a first-generation Mexican American and an NFL executive. Wow. More specifically, Garcia is a football management analyst for the Los Angeles Rams, and is the highest-ranking Latina. In any of the NFL's 32 front offices So she's the first one to have this kind of status in yes. the NFL Especially yes. for a female Exactly This is the industry where women held only 32% of the professional management positions mm-hmm. in the NFL But uh, this is in 20, uh, according to 2020 mm-hmm. uh, Of which only 7% were women of color mm-hmm. So that's important Garcia's rise is a milestone I mean, here's the thing is that when you look at the fact that we talk about this all the time when why do we point out accomplishments of people of color of people who are queer of people who are the first one to do the things they're doing right because until it doesn't matter it until matters it, it, right. it matters until it doesn't matter right. because everyone needs to be included these are brilliant intelligent people and i think a lot of the things that happens especially in the united states we're used to people that that don't speak fluent english we automatically, well, if you don't speak English, you're you must dumb. be dumb. Right, you're dumb. It's like, no, I'm just smart in a different language, dude. The rest of the <laughs> the rest of the world doesn't speak English, and they're pretty freaking smart. So she did have something to say. She came out and says, not to generalize, but there's such a machismo. There's such a focus on the men in, all, in our culture. But I grew up so differently. The men are served first, always because we ro- revolve around food. The men sit down and the women serve them. My, true. Na- my nana doesn't even eat until the men get their second plate. But for some reason, my nana didn't treat me like that. She served me along with the men. As much as we focus on the patriarchs, we all know who's really running the whole family, and it's my nana. Then after her, it's my mom. So I mean, I think uh, all married men already know this, but uh, <laughs> well, this is very, very common in Latino household that it's, you know, it's a cultural, thing. it's a very cultural yeah. thing. So like you know, the men go to work and then they come home yep. for dinner and they sit down and then the women um, serve them their food and then they don't eat or but until after they're done. You know, I, I think of it as a different way. I don't think of it as serving uh, someone. I mean, I mean, what I, I mean, I, serving the food. I don't no, mean like no, but, serving, but, serving. Right, but what I mean is that. When we look at look at your abuela, mm-hmm. look at my, you know what I mean? Like the when you say, yeah, abuela uh, was cool, but he was the he was the fun one. Who was the one that held everything down for you? Grandma. Who was the one that took care of you? Grandma Who and was mom. the one that wiped your ass and fed you and made sure you were safe? 
the matriarch. Right. And that's that's where it really comes down to. So it's it's really a more important role. Oh, we're, yeah. We're just a support system. Right. You know what I mean? We're just there to hold you up. But you're the ones on top of everything. So it's to think about it like in Mother's and Father's Day, right? Yeah. Simple as that. Mother gets taken out yeah. to wherever she wants and yeah. gets the whole day off and it's an extravaganza. Yep. What does that get to do? Go sit, go, hey, there's some meat on the counter, go grill it. To, to be fair, to, uh, you're not wrong, but to be fair, this Mother's Day, we did a show. <laughs> so <laughs> I had to do it. So, hey, I love you, Kim. <laughs> <laughs> All right, with that note, we'll move on to story number three, Thank and this God. is going to be a surprise Thank for you. Eddie, but Eddie's going to love this story because he's a football fanatic. Okay. All right, Lee Sanderin. He um, had to spend some time at the Waffle House for some reason. Uh, yeah, he spent 15 hours in a Waffle House with tens of thousands of people Twitter joining him in his in intestinal shame. What the <laughs> hell? Wait, 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 wait. wait. Who, who, uh, first of all, who is this guy? All right, so let me break this down to you. So uh, Lee proposed that if the loser of the Football Fantasy League oh. loses... This would be your punishment. And his punishment said um, you would have to spend 24 hours at a Waffle House. Oh. This is, I mean, have you been to a Waffle House? Yes, plenty of times. I went to the South. Yeah, I mean. Uh, it's, it's an experience. It, you it's would, an experience. You know what it, it reminds me of the Taco Bell that was across from Lane. Where you're just like, <laughs> why, why is the floor always wet? Is there, everyone's always clogging that bathroom. You know oh, I mean? my God. Like, remember remember how yeah. dirty, like, Burger King floors used to be just oh in the my restaurant? God. It got greasy, yeah. like, yeah. that film on it. Yeah, Hell yeah. Yeah, like, you got to bring, like, you you got to bring grips or, like, them, them snow tires to walk around. <laughs> <laughs> so, Lee spent 15 hours and nine waffles later. Why do you say nine waffles? Because for every waffle that he ate during the 24 hours there, a, a sentence was reduced by one hour. Yeah. Okay, okay. I, I, I want to say, like, I heard of this in passing, but I did not dig deep because I didn't want to. Oh, my God. And, and to be honest with you, I've been to Waffle House plenty of times when I was in Atlanta and, and, and you know, all over the South. I never tried their waffles. I didn't know how bad to, like, research how big these um, motherfuckers are. Yeah, they're yeah, big. Yeah, yeah. So that's a lot of waffles. Well, it's a house made out of waffles. Of course they're going to be big. <laughs> Oh my god so e have you ever had a league where there's a punishment um i, I haven't done a punishment uh except that you lose all your money that's the well, yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean but uh but yeah we've definitely you know here's the problem is that i feel like especially someone like me who went to lane and who just knows a lot of people my fantasy leagues don't necessarily consist with uh uh, of like 10 people who all know each other right i got three friends that i work with i got my buddies from high school i got someone i i you know from a past job like so they're all chopped up and they don't necessarily always know each other and i think gotcha, that's just gotcha. that's just the way that i grew up i knew i again uh, uh jack of all trades master of none i know right. a lot of people in, in different you know facets facets of life but not enough be like hey uh we all uh, want to see you do something bad to yourself. <laughs> like, I don't think any of my friends hate the other ones enough. But they all, I mean, if I was a loser, they all be like, yep, you got to do that thing. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> well, y'all turn It's like, uh, you've got to eat half a pack of Mentos and drink a Coca-Cola. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Oh, no. Who's going to pay for my plumbing? <laughs> all right, y'all. Let's take a quick break. And we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. 
Welcome back to the True Chicago Sports Fans Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Yeah. Are you ready for some football? Yes, we are. It's time for some Bears talk. This is Three and Out. Boom is correct. Woo, baby. Hey, uh, that score was boom. That Shit. score, let me tell you something. So, uh, Josh Allen did not play in this game, and the Buffalo Bills, led by quarterback Mitch Trubisky. Who? Who? I think I know this guy. Mitchell Trubisky beat the shit out of the Bears last Saturday, 41 to 15. Trubisky ended up going 20 for 28 with 221 yards and a touchdown. Uh, no one really cares what Andy Dalton did, but here, here it is anyway. He went 11 for 17 with 146 yards, one touchdown, and one pick. The new kid, Justin Fields, came in after that and really didn't exactly come out on fire. He finished 9 for 19 for only 80 yards. He's a rookie. You're, you're not going to see a linear projection of him going to superstardom all the way up and not mess up. He's going to have some bad games. He's a rookie. It's not even a bad game because no, this it's is not a bad game, but I'm just saying. preseason. It sucks. Everyone sucks in preseason. But he had a good game the first time. That's yeah. what everyone's like, oh, my God, he's great. He should start right away. He's like, pump your brakes, bro. Exactly. Pump your brakes. Because now we're, we're already queuing the overreaction. We've I've already seen people saying that Justin Fields is a bust. It's preseason. How? I don't understand. How is he a because bust? people are dumb. You guys stop being dumb. Okay? <laughs> it's I mean, preseason. I'm still I'm I'm still, the, the fire Nagy. I mean like hold what are you what are you talking about? Yeah, I do think Nagy's got he's got a, a clock ticking though. I, I, mean, I, I don't for what? For what? I know this, I know, I know what is, you're going to say. You're going to say he was he's has had a losing sticking. He's been 8 for 8 no, uh, for a couple this, seasons. This is the, this is the other problem too. Is that I'm going to bring it right back to Jay Cutler. Because mm-hmm. what happened to him is that he had complete. He was here for nine seasons and never had continuity in the no coaching staff. To, consistency no, no. whatsoever. No. So even the Packers, when they had Mike McCarthy, even when they weren't doing that great, even when they're having 500 seasons and the Bears, ha- you know, had them little spikes here and there. What did they do? They stuck with their staff. But Mike McCarthy had won a Super Bowl, so you got to be you, you. You write that. But do you understand what I'm saying? But okay, I do understand what you're saying. Sean, Payton, like a lot of these play, a lot of these coaches. They're just you have continuity. Sean Payton won a Super Bowl as well. Now he did, but the, you know what I mean. Well, like he, he did, but, but they kept him for years and years Afterwards. before they got. He even got to the Super Bowl. He was with the team for a long time before they won the Super Bowl. Him and Drew Brees were together for a long, long time. Okay, I think it took like what five years to win a Super Bowl with them, or is it longer? Whatever. I, I don't remember exactly. I don't remember the exact number. But I, my, it was Katrina. Point, the Katrina year, whatever oh, that year yeah, was. Yeah. Well, Katrina was 05. So, yeah. They didn't. Did they win enough? No, no, no. That no, was the I year they won. So. No, it was the year after. Yeah, because because they shut down the whole stadium. I remember that. So well, because you got to remember the 05-06 season was when uh, the Bears and the Colts played, and then the Colts uh, lost. I want to say maybe they, the Colts lost to the uh, um, the Saints, and then and then the Colts came back and, and beat the Bears. But remember when the Bears went to uh, to the Super Bowl that year? That was the year that that Reggie Bush had that run back, and the Bears won the NFC title game against them. Uh, so Saints twenty ten. There you go. So yeah, so much further along, much further along. Okay. So that's my point: is that you, you, when you keep upsetting the apple cart and you can't figure out, well, how come we can't win? Well, stop. You, you have a very, very good defense now. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest part because you know this defense is getting older. Right. They don't have Kyle Fuller anymore. Eddie Jackson uh, was very strong before, but he's not been the greatest right now. Because uh, the secondary is weak. 
we we well the secondary is weak because so you got some help. You yeah, yeah. Kyle, but you got uh, Jalen Johnson who you're expecting to step up, and you got Roquan Smith who is the star in the yes, making. But you also what's going on with Khalil Mack? What's going on with Robert Quinn? Okay, mm-hmm. that's the biggest thing because you have to realize that your defense. The window for this good defense that's been very, very good is starting to go away. It is starting to do it and down. I, I would give it maybe three years before that, you know, you got to re-up the entire defense. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's the thing is that they've been doing a good job of filling in gaps, filling in pieces. Because, again, Eddie Jackson's only been in the league for a couple years. Uh, 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 you're looking at Hicks. Mack is still relatively young. Mm-hmm. but but and, and Quinn is a guy that they picked up off the scrap heap. You also got uh, Ogletree, who they brought in this year. Right. So they've they've done a good job of putting players in place to do to do what you expect them to do. As far as like, yep, I know what your pedigree is. I know what you're good at, and this is you know I expect good results out of these guys. And they also have their third coordinator in three years. That no, because Picado was there for two years. Oh, was he there for because, two years? Because fan, and you can't fault them for that because Fangio got Left. the opportunity. He, he finally be, got the opportunity to become a head coach. But at they six changed years the old. system. And it, well, and he well he changed the system. He he changed the system when he came in, and they, and they went from a four three to a three four. Right. So that was his thing. You got Leonard Floyd. You know what I mean? So like, you they they've been plugging in these players. Leonard, someone was laughing uh, at the convention yesterday, talking about Leonard Floyd. I'm like, Leonard Floyd is a successful NFL player. I don't understand what the problem is. No. But but here's the thing. When we talk about Matt Nagy's job and if he's safe, he's safe if the Bears are smart because they have a brand new quarterback. And like I said before, they really don't want to do what they did to Jay Cutler, throwing a new system at him every couple of years if they don't succeed right away. So uh, our boy Tony yes, right. out in Vegas, he's yep. already giving me a hard time. He's yes, like, he get rid of Nagy. I was like, Nagy, only been here for a couple of years. Slow your roll. Let's get some consistency. You feel like we was Mitch the problem or was Nagy the problem? We're about to find out. And, and and that was the big thing that we heard about that too. Well, I guess Nagy, uh, Mitch wasn't a problem after all. Mitch wasn't a problem game. in one preseason game against pre-season. the rest of the bums. I mean, stop it, stop it, slap yourself. Yeah. You're saying nonsense. It's preseason. You're everybody's overreacting. Yep. You know, just like Iverson said, Ali Iverson said, practice. Yeah. You're talking about practice. That, and that's what preseason is. Exactly. It's practice. It's practice for the coaches. It's exactly. practice for the players. It's practice for the refs. And you're evaluating players, individual players at yes. different positions yes. because you got to cut your roster down. Yep. So you're not going to have your starters out there in game time, uh, you know, in regular positions because you got to give the other 75 guys you yep. have on, our, on, on the field, hey, let me see if this guy's going to make it or not. Absolutely. That's, that's what it is. You have to evaluate and you're putting in play, like, hey, High leverage situation. I would never put you in this position. In but let's see what you got. Game, but let's see what you got in a preseason game. Can you step up? Yeah, Petey, can you play defense now? <laughs> so, I mean, look, look, you know, we, we're having a lot. We're hearing a lot of talk about um, should Al, uh, Andy Dalton start? Should he, should field start? Look. It's it's Andy Dalton's game uh, position on, for him to lose. Right. And on, if he stinks it up, then you got to go, you know, go young. He should start. Or it's to start the season at least. Yeah. And, you know, here's one scenario that Sylvie actually brought up during the fantasy football convention oh. during their crosstalk on hinge portion, right? Yeah, I retweeted a couple of tweets I went today. Oh, this morning. Look at that. Cool guy. Yeah, cool thanks. Guy. Thanks, Sylvie. Humble brag. Hey. <laughs> so would you rather the Bears go eleven and six with Dalton at the helm and go to the playoffs mm-hmm. or start Justin Fields, go six and eleven? But, you know, Fields shows promise and he has some experience now. All right, let me break this down for you uh, knuckleheads out there. <laughs> this means that the Red Rifle 
is guaranteed a playoff yes. game. Yes. So the first game of the playoffs is what's guaranteed. Right. You make guaranteed to make the playoffs. Right. Not so you get you one think, game. Not do you think he's gonna make it? Here is the scenario. You get to one playoff game. You get eleven and six, and you this is your you you, yes, you have a you shot. You, you, you get playoffs. a shot at the chip. Or go six and eleven with, with Justin and oh yeah, he had a great progression in this right. blah blah blah. At the end of the day, you want a winning season or do you want a losing season? Right. I'm gonna take the winning season ten out of ten times. You always, always take the playoffs. Yes. Always you, you never take know what's the playoffs. And I think you said this at the convention. Just like the NBA, you had yep. two teams that had never been uh well, actually the Suns have been there, but you had you have two teams that are new to yeah. get to the NBA finals in the last twenty years. Because mm-hmm. it's been the Lakers or Golden we, State. Everyone was talking about the Nets. Yeah, yeah. So you had all these favorites who didn't make it. Mm-hmm. And it was because of injuries. Oh, because it doesn't matter. When do you? I got there because I got there. Who who in their right mind thought that we would see the Phoenix Suns versus the Milwaukee Bucks in the NBA Finals this season? Never. With the way that the Nets loaded up and you got KD healthy, right? The way that the Lakers loaded up again, yep. The way that the Clips were loaded, yep. You know what I mean? Uh, look at Jamal Murray getting injured. So right. there was so many steps so many things that had to happen in order for those two teams to make it to the nba finals and i say that to say this all you need is a chip and a chair you're in the tournament anything can happen it's nfl football there's a reason why they say any given sunday so you take your chance and you get in there and see what happens yeah that's what you have to do so yeah give me the 11-6 with the red rifle Absolutely. I mean, there's no way that's not the move. You know what I mean? We, we, I think what happens is we there's so much overreaction because the, because you're so it's ridiculous. desperate and so thirsty. And that's not what a good organization does. You don't oh, panic. You do. Yeah, exactly. 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 And that's the big thing. We got and, – and to be fair, I mean, I, I would say out of all – different sports that we watch american sports right the biggest meatheads are football fans yeah you know and 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 we were talking about it at the convention as well and you know when i'm sitting there lakers are focused about what's going on and you know hey don't hey that's his team i I love baseball Mm -hmm. i love basketball but nothing nothing gets my blood going like the nfl this is true, ladies and, and gentlemen. And that's just what it is because that's, I don't know if it's because there's less games where every single play is so much more important. But I mean, I can watch the Cubs be crappy and be like, okay, well, they're going to play again tomorrow. Yeah, Let's right. What, you know what I mean? It's, right. You got, you got way more. Give. It's a sprint. It's a sprint right. instead of the marathon, which is baseball and right. basketball and hockey. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, that's, that's the biggest thing. And, and I got to say, uh, stick to the game plan. I think they're going to have a really good opportunity to show what they can do as long as they stay consistent, as long as on both sides of the ball, they do not panic. Because for all intents and purposes, right? even though we know Bill Lazor is the offensive coordinator. That's we, what I was going to ask you. We know who's you. calling the play. I was, gonna, I was just about to ask you that. Are you happy that Nagy has the clipboard? Oh, no, no, not the clipboard. The, the Denny's, Denny's menu, menu. Yeah. back in his hands. A lot of people are already calling for his head because, you know, the next man up is always the most popular, just like the backup quarterback is always the most popular man in the room. Yeah. But this man, we got to remember is that this is his first head coaching gig. Mm-hmm. This is Ryan Pace's first shot at being a GM. 
you're not going to be perfect right out the gate. No. And you, I think we're seeing better consistency, at least out of pace, as far as his picks have been a lot better. Yeah. He he does he does really doesn't have a lot of picks that that drop off the face of the earth. He has more hits yeah. than misses. Yeah. So and, and yeah. even even like I said, a guy like Leonard Floyd, who you know didn't pan out here after some injuries, they didn't want to give him uh, more money after his rookie contract. So we went that's a smart move. You're not going to do that. But, but he went on to the Rams, yeah. and he had a good season, and they gave him a contract, and that's how the NFL but works. But that, that's on Floyd. That is not on pace. No, but Floyd I'm, went out there I'm and saying, busted his ass and said, right. "I need a contract. I want to get paid. I'm gonna bust my ass." It's but simple. What, I, what I'm saying is that people gave pace a, a hard time about Leonard Floyd because. He didn't. He, he was like, well, he was a skinny kid, this and that. His his rookie campaign, he had a very good season, and then from then he wasn't able to recover. But he also came into the uh, the season a couple of years ago having a club on his hand, and that means that he can't lift weights. Right. You know what I mean? So he could. It, there's a lot of different factors there, but he is still a solid NFL player. So even even Mitch Trubisky is a solid NFL player, but he's not worthy of a number two overall pick, and that's where people lose their minds. Yeah. There's circumstance involved here. Exactly. Yeah, it's not his fault he was picked number two. So now, let me ask you a question, though, because sure. one, one thing that, pe- that people were really talking about is, is it appropriate or was it good or would you have, put it that way? Mm-hmm. Look at it it's a lot of different ways. Right. If you were at that Bears game, are you gonna boo Mitch Trubisky? No. For what? Why? You know what I mean? Yeah. I, for what? Why would you do that? I don't. I don't think that a lot of the stuff that was going on was his fault. No. Uh, you have the laser show. You have Nagy. You know, Nagy's got the Denny's menu. Like, have you been to Denny's? Like, when they put them, there's like 47 pages of food. Like. I don't know what I want no more. And and I'm just waiting for him to pull out that Rudy Duty fresh and fruity. Uh, and that's, right, that's right usually, down the left face. And that's usually what I order. Rudy Duty fresh and fruity. Put that smiley face on there. You know what I'm saying? That's usually <laughs> what I order because you know I want bacon and pancakes. But again, you didn't. He didn't. Uh, when I say he, I mean Nagy didn't use Trubisky's strengths all the time. What Nagy did every time he stepped up to the plate is tell you that I don't like Mitch. Yeah. I figured out I don't like Mitch. Because when you watch this kid come back early in the season twice and come back to win, and in the third game of the season, when you're down, you panic and put in Nick Foles, Mm -hmm. that's telling me right away, you just watch this kid come back twice and win the game for you, and you were like, no, you can't, I'm not going to give you a chance to do it again. What, what, why? You've already decided, you already decided that he is not your guy. Because you went and traded for Nick Foles. Yeah, you that, traded for Nick Foles. And that was his boy. Trubisky was going to be the dude, right? And that was his boy. And now we're paying this dude tens of millions of dollars. Which is, I mean, look it, again. Nothing against Foles. I mean, get your money, boy. M- mistakes are made. Oh yeah, you know. But that's how you learn. Mistakes are not a bad thing. So, Everyone needs mistakes so you can learn from them. So at the end of last year, you know, the whole press conference because that's the only time uh, Pace will talk to everybody's at the end of the year. He's like, oh, yeah, we have continuity and collaboration. That was a big word, collaboration. We yeah. collaborate this and this and that. The collaboration between Nagy and Pace to get Foles, I'm pretty sure soured uh, 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 the GM. I'm saying, you wanted this dude, and I traded for him, and he's a fucking bust. Now I can't take your your your, your recommendations as serious. But But by the same token, you're also talking about the guy that signed Mike Lennon. You know what I mean? So what legs do you have to stand on if you're going to talk about that? The point is, is that sometimes you got to swing and and sometimes you miss. And that's just what it is. Mm-hmm. So 
we we want everything to be perfect all the time but we don't we're at the we're at a point in time where we we are so impatient that we we don't want to give people a chance to actually develop how do how did these guys how did mike tomlin end up in the same position forever and ever and sean payton and you know how many times that bill belichick got fired from the nfl before he became the best nfl head coach of all Three time? times i think he got fired from the browns. browns i think he was on the jets like he has been around a couple times so even look at Pete Carroll. Uh, Pete Carroll, he was in the NFL years ago, mm-hmm. went to go coach in college and came back after right. the scandal started popping up. They're like, hey, uh, maybe you want to get out of here. But that's neither here nor there. The point is, is that this is a guy who's in his first shot. So at least give him the opportunity to figure out his mistakes and learn from them and come back. We're going to see a lot of what he's learned and what he hasn't learned in this season. We really have to watch out about what we the way that they evaluate mm-hmm. Andy Dalton mm-hmm. because just bringing in Justin Fields in game 3 is a panic move. You can't go back and forth. No, it, once the, you make the decision no, and, yeah. and and Nick Foles got hurt so Mitch had to come back and Mitch actually played pretty well when he was at, when he was back. Yeah. But that gap in the middle of the season when Nick Foles was a starter was a complete Atrocious. And whole Atrocious. disaster. Atrocious. You cannot do that and again you you basically say, Mitch, I don't like you. And I, I think Mitch is gonna be fine. He will I think be. Mitch is gonna be fine in this league. I think Mitch might end up being a guy like Ryan Fitzpatrick, where he's never exactly. spectacular, yes. but he plays for twenty seven years. He's gonna have four games a season where he just lights it up and the rest is it's gonna be mediocre. Yeah, and he's going to be right down the middle. But guess what? But mediocre is uh, uh, one thousand times better than uh, everybody who's listening and everybody who yeah. is uh, in the studio. One hundred percent. So hundred. Wait, wait. I mean, you never seen me play quarterback. Saying you never seen me play quarterback. I mean, you got big forearms. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I've been working out. There you go. I bet. <laughs> working out, not working one out, sir. Thank you. <laughs> All right, y'all, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back after word from our sponsor. We all know that 2020 was no joke, and with an ever-changing world climate, many people are looking for a new opportunity. Guys, are you looking for a career that rewards effort and makes you feel valued as a team member? Let me tell you a little about our friends at ACSI. ACSI is a certified RCN business agent. They provide the same RCN services with a personalized touch. Their sales and technician teams work hand in hand, ensuring your experience will be smooth and pleasant. Gone are the days of being transferred from one person to the next. At ACSI, they handle everything from start to finish. It's never been so easy to get internet service. ACSI is a growing Chicagoland company that encourages personal growth and rewards perseverance. As they expand, they're looking for passionate, responsible, and honest professionals to join their team. A career with ACSI means you'll be part of a hardworking, flexible, and dynamic team that is a leader in the installation of cable and internet services in the Chicagoland area. Best of all, ACSI was awarded HACIA's 2020 Contractor of the Year Award. Are you ready to grow with a local Chicago company on the rise? Check out acsi.tech and click on careers to get started. That's acsi.tech and click on careers. 
Hey, true Chicago sports fans, show off your Chicago pride with some fresh clothes from Grit Clothing Company. Grit Clothing Company. At Grit Clothing, they create that simple yet classic style that represents that Chicago Southside lifestyle. From t-shirts to hoodies, hats to glassware, they've got you covered. Grit has everything you need to represent your Chicago pride. So do it right now. Check out gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15. TRUEFAN15. For 15, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 
for a 32-year-old guy who had one good season up here. And again, he's been mediocre. Again, you're only going past... Going only going on based on what his last year was, really. Well, that's how baseball is. That's, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I would say uh, football is more than like more like that than anything because you can see a guy get a great year and all of a sudden they give him a bunch of money and they were like, wait a minute. I think if they would have held on to him they, a little bit longer, they would have got something for him. I mean, the, they got Zach Davies who just gives up meatballs. Yeah, again, you know, you're talking about a, a guy that's not quite young. You know what I mean? We're not talking about a 28 to 27 year old guy. We're talking about a guy that we know exactly what he is. And the Padres going all in this year, you know, they thought that was one of their guys. Now, last week we talked about the Cubs releasing uh, one of my favorite players, Jake Arrieta. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it didn't take him too long to find a new home. Wonder where? The pitching deprived <laughs> San Diego Padres scooped him up and started him for some reason. They expected different results than what we saw all year on the north side. Uh, so now they got nope. Arietta and Darvish. Well, I think Darvish is on the IL, but yeah, there was no difference in uh, changing uniforms. He still pitched like shit. No, he's, he's he's done. Again, man, you're done. But and, and you know what they did? So he made his his first start as a Padre last Wednesday at Coors Field. He allowed five runs over three and a half innings against the Rocks before departing. Due to a hamstring issue that landed him on the IL. Okay, hamstring. Okay. Uh huh. Yeah, sure. Uh-huh. Uh huh. W- uh, yeah. Was it the weight of carrying around his ego? <laughs> what is that? What happens? Must have been a b- bunch of the, all that CrossFit he does. Well, he needs to cross that shit off his list because he forgot how to pitch in the process. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with him, but so we we do have some good news about the Chicago Cubs there because we go. the Cubs will face the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, next year at the Field of Dreams uh, site, they're going to play a regular season game August 11, 2022, and uh, we're very familiar with the Field of Dreams. Yes, we are. Uh, one thing that I didn't even realize until we actually started watching that game is that the field that you see in the movie is not the field they play on. It's no, too no, small. No, 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 no. So they had to build a whole new uh, venue and stadium. Yeah, so it's that a, was pretty. It's sweet. a huge complex now. There's like a bunch of fields. There's like little league fields around right, there. There's right. the, the main field and the yeah, when you, stadium. Yeah, when, when you see the overhead, yes. you see them. So here, here's my question to you. I saw a lot of people, especially White Sox fans, uh, this should only be for the White Sox. No. Why would you blah, 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 no, no. blah, 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 Let's stop all that bullshit right now, okay? First of all, it was an amazing game, an amazing story. You can write a movie just based on that 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 game right that, there. That at bat. Yeah, that at bat, you know? Now, it's just like the NHL yeah. Winter Classic. That's what we said last week. It's going to move around and have different teams. It's not always going to be the Blackhawks. The Blackhawks were there because they were the, they're the historic franchise. Yeah. They're one of the, was it, top eight, whatever, first eight, whatever it's yeah. called. Original six. Original six. That's what it's called. Yeah, okay. So the White Sox were referenced in the movie, and that's yeah. why they had yeah. the White Sox. Yeah, and the, the White Sox and the Yankees are like, those are the only two teams that should ever play in the field of dreams. No. I'm like, you need to keep fucking dreaming because you're a dumbass. No, no, no. You do this every year with different teams, and what I would say is you look at the teams that are, you know, that are going to be good, yeah. the, and I wouldn't make this uh, announcement until the end of the year or the beginning of the, of the next season. I think they're just trying to drum up interest early. Yeah, because Because you're only talking about, remember, they only have 8,000 seats in that whole state. Right, yeah. So how do you drive up prices and we'll make it desirable, you know? And and that's the thing, too. And the Cup fans are going to go out there regardless of what the record is. A hundred percent. Because they're fans. But, again, 
the Iowa Cubs play out there. So right. they are going to have their fan base out there. Now, to be fair, the Reds are going to act as the home team. But who cares? Like, it's still a cool. It's look. The guys, Reds can be in Cincinnati and the Cubs can show up and they're not the home team. Right. Right. Let's be, let's be honest. There. So the, the funny thing is, is that you think about some of the guys that are going to be up there swinging a bat. And one guy that you mentioned, th- you think he's going to have quite a few. Oh, oh yeah. But Joey Votto is going to have like seven home runs this game. I mean, it's going to be. <laughs> uh, let's, let, let, people don't understand. There is no stadium. There's just like, it looks like bleacher seats in a gym. Yeah. Th- that's how much you can, you, people are sitting. The wind, once you put that ball into the into the atmosphere, there's nothing holding it back. Just like in a stadium, you know, there's wind shifts and all this stuff. It's wide open country field. Yes, if yes. you put it out there, it is going. Yes. There's no, yeah, you don't have the weird wind or anything. Yeah, no, no. It, it's going straight out. Yeah. I, look, watching it on TV, it was an amazing event, amazing mm-hmm. game to watch, storybook ending. You know, we, of course, for my team, I want that as well. Right. You're never going to be able to really replicate the way that not just the game itself, but the whole presentation of it. Well, you can do that every year, but what Kevin Costner's not coming out every year. No, but I mean, like them coming out of the the the, uh, the, the cornfield. Corn yeah, corn yeah. yeah. But what I'm saying is that as a whole, it was the very first one. You had two contending teams. You had, you know, the potential game, a ton of a ton of home runs, the potential game winning uh, home runs towards the end of the game with the Yankees and then the White Sox making the comeback and and kicking it off. You know what I mean? So you're never going to get a game quite as special as that game. No, just like your first love. You ain't going to get that first first this, your first kiss, your first that. You're you're not going to get that anymore. After that, it's like, oh, I'm familiar with it. So you're going to be desensitized a little bit. Right. So guess what? It's still going to be special. And you're still talking about two franchises who've been playing each other for like 150 years. Right. The Cubs and the Reds, I want to say, are have the most matchups in MLB history, which is why they brought the Reds. Everyone's like, to me, naturally, it would have been the Cubs just because of the Iowa Cubs, the proximity, um, and then. But for their, I, I thought it would have been against the Cardinals. Yeah, because of the rivalry. I, I get, and I get that, but they've played more games against the Reds than any other uh, team in history. So that's where that comes well, in. And it's why, just, why not revive revive some history? I would say, hey, yeah. we, these two teams have been playing for a, over 150 right. years. Right. It's the same thing with like Bears and Packers. Right. I, mean, I mean, they've been playing each other forever and ever and ever. But I'm excited as a Cubs fan. You know, you, you I feel like over the past few years, we got used to being winners. Yes. So everyone got spoiled from that, and now they're like, "Well, why would you even put him in there?" Because it's 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 what you do. It you people forgot that you don't have to win the World Series every year to enjoy your team. No. You know, I know what the goal is, and you have to have realistic expectations of your team every single season. Any Cubs fan who thought that they were going to win the World Series this year was fooling themselves. And I and I kept saying before, this is the last chance for romance with this squad. You did say that, and I did. And you, and, you and said, let it write out. And I was like, you know, I, I, try said, to- I said, if you're if you're five games below, write it out. If you're falling, if you're ten games below, you gotta let them go. No one expected them to lose ten straight. No one expected them to lose that many games in a row with that roster. With that roster, right? And that's where that was a final and, uh, straw and, on the camel's back. And yeah. like I said, they just went through another. 10 game 11 game 12 game losing streak mm-hmm. and you're like, well, look what they did well they did the same shit when they had all the guys that you're crying about now so yeah what? but that streak was with all the new guys who are coming up from double a single a triple a like it doesn't matter like you don't care about that you're looking at development now 
correct Amundo. You are absolutely correct on that. 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 And that will be the last time I ever say that on the show. So I am now so cutting that and keeping it. Now that we're talking about shit that's just wrong. <laughs> Z, what's going on at the South Side? White socks, white socks. Go, go, white socks. Let's go, go, go. Oh boy, the White Sox. Oh, the White Sox are not doing so well right now. They're four and six, including today's game, today's Sunday. Mm. Uh, in their last ten games, as of uh, today, I just it's, it's bad. Yeah, it's it's just it's making your head spin. It sure is. So why I believe in Larusa, and I haven't said that a lot this year, <laughs> as he spits out his beer. Yeah, uh, Larusa has done a great job this season with not having a full team, uh, not having a team at full strength all year. I don't think their starting lineup like. As, not as intended, has not, has played, not played one game, one nope. whole game this nope. season. Not at all. So my question is: Are the dog days of summer catching up with the White Sox as it did in 2005, or is Larusa being a mastermind by resting certain players here and there with a 10-game lead? Why wouldn't you rest the guy? What do you What do you gain the benefit? I mean, I know you want that number one seed. You want the home field. You want the home field advantage, but there's still time for that. There's plenty well, of time. Hey. You're going to want to rest your guys, but a lot of things, you, you, one thing you got to take into consideration is that they have not been good on the road. No. And but I, and I looked up the, uh, the last six, seven World Series winners have below 500 records versus teams that are, have winning records. Okay. That, that's. <laughs> so that's just, it's a, it's a trend. These are like anomaly statistics, though, because you can apply. You know, I can. Oh, find, you can, can you can manipulate numbers. That's what baseball is. You manipulate numbers right, right there. Right, yeah. but like, uh, did you know that guys that wear size twelve shoes normally have a longer left knee than the right knee? <laughs> and yeah. step on a three point line and a miss a shot. Yo, <laughs> I think that was size like eleven D. I don't know what size that uh, was. That big old. Anyway, but the, that's going to be my biggest concern. Is number one, your road record. And number two, your record against winning teams, like you just said. Yeah, that does concern me. That's always been a uh, concerning thing all year long. But uh, they played the athletics. They played the athletics, and that was a winning team. Mm-hmm. And they played. They got three out of four. I think right now Tony's like, okay, you have aches and pains. Take a day off here and there. Tim Anderson didn't play for two straight games. Yeah, I don't like that because he's the leader. He's kind of like a lot of what I'm he, seeing is a lot of a lot of White Sox fans saying that uh, you're basically just taking the weekend off. And I mean, you're, by resting one or two players, you can take the re- the weekend off. But just like you know, you previously previously said, they haven't been at full strength with oh. their intended roster right. all season, and they've been getting it done. So if you're giving guys a break. Other guys got to step it up. Yeah. You got Lou Bob back, okay? You got Eloy back, mm-hmm. okay? These are the guys. Uh, Grandal's coming back soon, and he's going to catch. Yep. He's going to be in there. You can love Zebby all you want, but he's going to play. I don't love Zebby at all. He can't catch He can't catch a cold. He can't catch water if he fell out of a boat. Who loves you, baby? That's right. Speaking of full strength, Grandal, as he continues to rehab back from injury, he's going to be back sometime next week. Thank God. Yep. Uh, this is great news. Nice to see him back. Uh, while he's in the minors, he's been doing very well. He got off to a good start in his first game back in AAA with the Charlotte Knights. He looked like he was ready to be back in a White Sox uniform. He went 3-for-3 three three with a double, a home run, and an RBI. So a great night for him. It looks like he is like uh, superhuman and healing super fast. Look, you guys need him back. We do. He's, he's the leader behind the plate. I, You know, when, when I'm coaching catchers in particular, mm-hmm. I always remind them, look, 
you're the only one, aside from the batter, that can see the whole field. Uh-huh. You know where the ball is going. You got to be loud. You have to be able to dictate, and you got to be a leader. Yeah. Okay? It's really important. Look at when the Cubs won the World Series, who was behind the plate? Rossi. Rossi. And who, who did he help to bring up? Now, they had their struggles because they butted heads a bit, but he brought up Contreras. Yes, he did. You know what I mean? So these are, you need, if you're going to have one guy on your team that is going to help you lead the rest of the team, it's going to be your catcher. And before he went down, he started hitting again, even though yep. prior to that, he was leading the league in walks with a below 200 average. Yeah. So, so I mean, it didn't matter because he was still getting on base. Which the White Sox do not like to do. Uh, no, they like to run the first. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On some good news, Jason Bonetti and Steve Stone were voted best MLB broadcasting by a Twitter poll of over 300,000 votes. Thanks, Cubs. We know on both sides of town what Steve Stone is. We love him yes. on both sides yes, of town. Yes, him, him with Harry Carey for a long time. Him with the Hawk, uh, who I I didn't like, but, you know, he's yeah. part of White Sox history. And now Jason Bonetti, you know, uh, Coming into that role, I mean, you can't. People don't like change, and you've 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 alluded to this over and yeah. over on this podcast that people do not like change. No, oh wow, you can't change this. You know what? Jason Benetti's doing the best he can, and he's being himself. Yeah, and 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 he's he's got a great voice. He does. He's got a face for radio, but he's got a great voice. No, no, yes, he does. Yes, I agree with that. But the issue is like, oh, I don't want to do socks math. That's because you're fucking dumb. Yeah, and you fucking you only know second grade math, you asshole. If you want, it's fun. People are getting into it, and guess what? When you win, you get to film a little video, you know, a little video, and mm-hmm. send it in, and then you kick it off back to them. Guess what? You just got your thirty seconds of fame. Why, why you got to take shots at my math skills, though? <laughs> <laughs> as long as it's not Common Core in it, math, that fucking bullshit. I don't mind Common Core. Yeah. I actually, I honestly, per- you, you, you like it. I, I like Common Core because it's more analytical versus just memorization. And to me, that it just was easier to comprehend without having to sit there and be, and, and like I said, memorization versus critical thinking was was more important to me. I, I get that, and and I'm more yeah. For math, I was super memorizing. All, you have to memorize your timetables and all that but, shit. And that's my point is that but how, how are you, timetables can only get you so far. Yeah, and you're just remembering things. But you know timetables I mean? can only get you so far. Once you have to put formulas in there, yeah, it's completely well, different. That's, that's a whole different. Ball. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Right. But I mean, like. I would say, like, for it's funny because the way that I already figured things out in my head, mm-hmm. when I saw a Common Core coming down the pipeline, I'm like, I've been doing this shit for years in my own head. Right. But the, here's my problem with that is that teaching, there's no one way to teach something. No, no. I And I agree with that. But I think that's the whole point of the Common Core was that it's, it's the most common way for young minds to be able to break down and interpret things instead of, again, memorization, because some kids' are, memories are better than others. You know, you remember remember in like second grade or third grade, you had the two minute uh, uh, sheet for the time tables or yeah, whatever. I killed, I yeah, killed. Yeah, and it's just memorization, and and that's the thing is that you can remember things all the time, but how do you critically think about what it is? But there's you nothing to re- critically think about when it comes to nine times nine, bro. And that's again, that's you that's could, memorization. memorization is a part of it, but that's the problem is that, I, like for example, when someone would say eighteen plus eighteen or eighteen times two, and I'm like in my head. I wouldn't be like, all right, 18 is this. No, you know what I automatically do? 20 plus 20 minus 4. And that's fine. And that's common core. It is. 
But you memorize that. Core. But some, they but, but want no, you to write. I, they I, want you to write that shit down. But I physically took the eighteen in my head, rounded that. What's the next tenth? Okay. Yes, you can and do that. So I had to break it down step by step by step, and I okay. That's but you did it in your head. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You that, can do that on paper too, but that's, but that's teaching saying, you how to do it in your head. That's neither here there. That's <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was your educational report for the for the week. All right, White Sox fans, we have another series against the Cubs this weekend. Yes, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at the G Spot. Hope you can find it. I will ah, be there this ah, Friday. That's why there's no fans. <laughs> no one can find Stop it. Stop it. We've been averaging over 30,000. Yeah. Uh, oh, speaking of fans, Tampa Bay had 26,000 for a four-game series. For uh, the entire four-game series. So I want to hear it. It's utterly embarrassing. They need to move. I, they need to move that team. I think they're going to move to, like, Vegas. I, that would be or amazing. Or, like, Nashville. Either or, one. Or Louisville. When you make the bets. That would be amazing because yeah. they're all it's drivable. It's ridiculous. Yes. All right, so I'll be at the G-Spot this Friday, so come out and say hi. So you say. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> you can't find <laughs> Well, they're going to find it. I'll be there. <laughs> uh, I'll drop a pin. Um, <laughs> giving out educational classes on how to find it. All right, so if you're looking forward to this series, uh, e, are you looking forward to this series? Or oh, yeah, your name. I don't care. <laughs> I don't, man. Here's, here's even when the teams suck, usually like are into it. Look, I mean, I put it on because it's Cubs socks. You know what I mean? Like to me, at this point, I just look at it as like I it, it deprived me of one extra baseball game for that day. I don't uh-huh. get a Cubs game and I don't get a White Sox game. I have to watch Cubs versus Sox, and there's no fun when one team is bad. You see, you know, no, there really isn't. You know no. what I mean? And like, oh, oh, look what we did against the Cubs last year. I was like. Yeah, yeah I get cares? it. Like when you guys were good and we took, you know, you guys never swept us. We always took one. Right. So we're like, oh, yeah, we beat the cup. Like, it doesn't matter. No. It really doesn't matter. You still suck for the rest of the year. And it's, a, I mean, it goes on both sides. And we talked about it. This, you know, we talked about this before. It's it's so meaningless. It's just like, like I said, well, the laundry on the team that's closer to the house that I grew up in is different than yours, so I hate you. Who the fuck cares, man? You're not in the same division. It doesn't matter, guys. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, to be fair, we all know that White Sox fans are going to be chirping because they're going to win. We all know what it. It's like knowing the outcome. It's not the Cubs are being blown out. Like today's game was nine to one, seventeen. It's guys that are getting their first taste in the league. Mm-hmm. They don't even yeah. know what this rivalry means. No, they don't care. No, not at all. You know, you think Rizzo would care against going against the Mets right now? I mean, yeah, because Javi's there. But do you think Rizzo would really care about a cross town or a subway series? No, he's not vested yet. Yeah, you know no. what I mean. Like who? And neither are any of these guys. They just came up. No. You know, I mean, White Sox can throw all the bats they want. It's fine. You guys are gonna win. Good for you. Well, it yeah. still has no bearing on on your. Here's the thing. It will be way more embarrassing for you guys if to you, lose. If you lost yes. one of those three games, yes, agreed. You know what I mean? So that's what you got to be concerned about. Yeah, it is good. So, uh, Tony, don't rest anybody. <laughs> you might as well. I mean, hey, unless you're unless you're afraid of uh, Frank Schwindel. Yeah. Frank the Tank? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm afraid of Frank the Tank. <laughs> I've seen the movie. They had to give him a one size bigger shirt just to put the damn letters on the back there. Are you serious? <laughs> hey, Mom, the meatloaf. <laughs> Different movie, but it's all right. All right, let's take a pause with the cause and hear a word from our sponsors. Oh, well, there's strikes two and three right there. You are absolutely correct on that. I think I'll perplex him with my slow ball. One, two, three strikes, you're out. Thanks, Cubs! 
Hey, true Chicago sports fans, show off your Chicago pride with some fresh clothes from Grit Clothing Company. At Grit Clothing, they create that simple yet classic style that represents that Chicago Southside lifestyle. From t-shirts to hoodies, hats to glassware, they've got you covered. Grit has everything you need to represent your Chicago pride. So do it right now. Check out gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15. TRUEFAN15. For 15, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15% off your entire order. Let me say it again. That's gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off of your entire order. Welcome back to the True Chicago Sports Fans Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. It's not even in there, but I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> I, I, I am still here. Thank That's you. right. Thank yes. goodness. Thank goodness. It's that time again, brother. Uh-oh. It's time for Stirring a Pot. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> we, we messed up. So, so, Stirring a Pot. Stirring a Pot. So, I, I ripped this one straight from ESPN. Oh, boy. Thanks, Yes, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this is a topic that Wado and Sylvia have been talking about for quite some time, and I thought it was appropriate since we're running out of food to talk about, at least for the end of the summer. <laughs> That's so right. So this, you're pumping, pumpkin spice. Uh, extra spicy. Extra spicy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so th- like I said, this is yeah. straight from the show, so uh, don't sue us. Um, it's just a topic. It's just a topic. Can't see and they talked about this with with everybody. So I'm I'm dropping a hammer for right here. four hours. I'm dro- I'm dropping the hammer in a very literal sense here. <laughs> Thank All God right. you have closing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah, jump in the shower. Yes, sir. You pop your shower beer. Yes, sir. Chug that real quick. Yeah. Now you got to take a piss. Yeah. Are you pissing in the shower or are you getting out? I'm pissing in the shower. You disgusting motherfucker. Why? I'm not pissing on my toes or anything. I'm pissing well, right to the drain. Yeah. I got great aim. That's where your feet is. In no, the, no. Right no, no, the no. drain. You, you face the drain and pee into the drain. You have, well, I have great, great aim. Just going to say that. <laughs> no kids, my, right? Exactly. <laughs> I got, I got, <laughs> my game is strong, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my uh, God. So, yeah. It's going straight into the drain and then the water that's hitting me is... Pushing that any residual back into the drain. So, so, so yeah. you're so you're pissing directly into the drain, and then you're using your own uh, dirty body water to flush it down. That's right. <laughs> that is right. There's oh, no way. I got toilet in your house. I, I have it's tile. Right there. I have tile floor. If I step on that tile wet, I'm gonna bust my neck. If your aim was that good, you could hit the toilet from the shower. Boom. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the new Bozo Show. Undefeated. Negative, negative. <laughs> you're just telling, wait, first of all, your shower right here, you're telling, well, obviously, you get out. Like, there's no one, it's just way different. Mm-hmm. I have a tub, a tile, like okay, a water tub. But you also, you also don't have uh, all women roaming around your house either. You have your personal shower and personal <laughs> bathroom here. I don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> I step onto this big ass tile, this literal tire. It's just crazy. You step on it, wet. You're gonna slip and bust your neck, bro. I'm not doing that. All right, so I'm not going out like so, that. So <laughs> not going out like that. Naked and afraid. Um, <laughs> That's right. So here, here's another. Let's let's piggyback off of that. All right. Pissing in the pool. Mm. 
I guess I did it as a kid, but as an adult, I won't do it. Yeah. I, I feel like, uh, and and we, we put the pool in the backyard this summer. Mm-hmm. I haven't, but I also, uh, I'm also to the point where I drink enough beer that I know when I got to go and I know when to break the seal. And for some reason, I never have to piss when I'm actually in the pool. I, I mean, I can down six beers easily, but if I drink one glass of water, I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, that's just what it is. So yeah, I, mean, yeah like, I don't know about that. No, especially now that they put the different chlorine that uh, changes color. Yeah, like in uh, what was the movie Grown Ups? Yeah, Grown Ups, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, like, like, that's a myth. <laughs> hey, yeah. as, long, as long as it's not a baby Ruth, you're all good. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we're, hey, we're not at the uh, Hummel Park Lagoon. <laughs> Look, mom, I found a toy. Oh, no. It's like, why is there a needle sticking out of it? That's Humble Park, man. It is. Yeah. All right. Before we go, what you looking at? What are you watching that isn't sports? So uh, one of the shows that uh, that is... I started watching was the Malice at the Palace on Netflix. It's a documentary on the fight with uh, the Indiana Pacers when they showed up at in Detroit. I, I watched it too. It was a very good like it was. You see when Jermaine O'Neal came into the yeah. league and when he uh, he came in with the Blazers, Blazers yep. and he got uh, traded over to the to the Pacers and and their whole thing with Ron Artest and 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 all that and all them kids. But uh, that's fucking sports, you dumbass! Like this is not sports. What are you watching? That's not sports. You forget it. No, I didn't forget. The reason I had to watch that because I watched that garbage ass He Man you recommended oh! the other day. No, no, no. Hold up. Let me ask you a question. I watched two episodes and I did on, not hold fucking. On, hold on, besides hold Mark Hamill voicing the on. shit, it sucked. Uh, hold on. It didn't suck. First of all, it didn't suck. But here's the, here's the caveat. Suck, blowed, whatever. Yo, well, I don't know what you be doing, but uh, I think your vacuum is broken, sir. <laughs> <laughs> How does that mean the same thing? It's too, <laughs> whatever. Uh, but but here's my question for you though: Like, did you were you really into He Man as a kid, or did you even, like really watch? I was He-Man awa- like I was aware of it. I wasn't like a fanatic for it. I would watch it when it was on, but I wasn't a fanatic. See, I I enjoyed Skeletor uh, the most out yeah. of the whole thing. See, with me though, like for for He Man, He Man was my shit like all the way through. I mean, I remember the, the opening credits, and I think we talked about this with Coachy Soulstar a few right. weeks ago. My whole thing with He Man, I remember going up on the USA Kids Club. Remember that on USA Channel? Uh, they have K was a kid show. Yeah, well, we, we you were got, lucky. Yeah, okay. You you should have seen. I remember Prime Cable and the, the old janky thing where we had like four channels, and we paid like I don't know. I, honestly, I didn't do the bills when I was a kid, so I don't know how much we paid. But <laughs> um, but yeah, so USA Kids Club they had all these uh, old Hanna Barbera cartoons, and and one of the things I want to say was every day at seven o'clock in the morning, He Man would come on, and it was He Man and the Masters of the Universe, and he picks up the mighty sword and by the power of Grayskull, and then he would go up to the screen and he would punch the screen and go. Tsh. So I used to literally as a little kid, I remember being five. And this is the heavy TVs, yeah, the yeah, glass, yeah. The, you know, tube. That, the tube and the glass screen, and not like now, like you look at the TV and it falls Please off. Please tell wall. me you didn't break one. No, I didn't break it, but I, that was oh. my whole thing. I would stand in front of the screen, and as he's, you know, punching the screen, it was almost like a fist bump. Like yeah, okay. and it was my shit. And I remember going out in the backyard, and my dad had an old pile of lumber that he that he would salvage from a, a garage that he pulled down. And I was five years old, and I went back there, and I picked up a stick. To hold it above my head like He-Man And that stick had a fucking nail in it And went through my hand And I had to go to get a tetanus shot But I'm going to tell Fun you times. But I'm going to tell you The main reason why I loved He-Man so much mm-hmm. 
when he got his powers, he turned tan. Oh, I was gonna say I thought you like running around in your underwear, your tidy whities. I, I, I do, I do enjoy that, <laughs> but tidy, tidy but 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 the point is, is that when I was a kid, I didn't really have people that were like me. I kind of stood out, and when I when you had the box of eight crayons, and the darker skinned kids would color with a brown crayon, and the lighter skinned kids would color with a pink crayon. Yeah. You know what crayon I colored with? Orange. Because of my skin tone, it just made more sense. Well, I'm not black and I'm not pink. You know what I mean? So gotcha. orange made sense to me. So when he got all his powers, he went from light skin to, to, orange. to a tan guy. Yeah. And to me, that was amazing. I'm like looking at me like, this is a dude that looks like me. So when we talk about re- representation, that's it's huge. It's huge. huge. You know what I mean? So that's why He-Man will always be the shit to me. Now, if you watch, if you know... The, the shallow history of He-Man himself and like w- the storyline behind He-Man, there's not much there. So what they did with the new series is a lot of backstory and about the actual castle and where the magic comes from and so on and so forth. So if you're not invested in the original story, yeah. you know, what do you care about He-Man? You know what I mean? So so that's what it is. Yeah, I, I won't finish it. Yeah, I mean, if again, it, it's it's like if you didn't, if you're not invested in Star Wars, you're not going to watch the new movies. Agree, agree. It's just any anything like that. All right, what you watching? So, piggybacking uh, kind of on that on the nerd culture, <laughs> I've been watching on Apple TV Mythic Quest, which is uh, I, I found I didn't know what the hell it was. So basically, this is uh, Rob McElhaney, and um, uh, there's a lot of actual people that was in it. You got Danny Putty, who was from uh, uh, Community. He played Abed. Mm. Um, Rob was in uh, um, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of different characters in here, and basically, um, they are a uh, open world uh, video game company um, for a game called Mythic Quest. So basically, and it's almost like I, just I didn't never played World of Warcraft, but watching the actual series and the kind of the way that they're trying to present the gameplay, that's what I'm, I'm gathering. This is supposed to be a kind of a mock you. Mockumentary style or whatever it is you want to call it um, But yeah so basically It's just a show about them keeping the game Online updating the game You have your programmers versus your uh, Your your monetary guys And stuff like that so it, it's been it's really Funny um, it kind of like I said it kind of Caught me off guard I wasn't really uh, looking For that show but I was like yeah whatever let me see what This is and uh, it's really good I definitely Recommend it especially anyone that's ever been a Gamer or, or, or played uh, any type of these open world games and things like that and and just if you're interested in in any type of tech at all it, it, it's mm-hmm. very uh it's it's a super nerdy and super fun show to watch there we go so the other thing that i kind of circled back on which i i want <laughs> i want to say it, it popped up on uh on netflix was horrible bosses that's a great fucking movie i forgot how like wild and and like grimy yes. this movie is um the other, the other one that I was watching was the uh, the watch, the neighborhood watch movie. Remember that? Yes. So was it Ben Stiller? Um, Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. What's uh, his name? The um, tall bastard. Vin. Vin. Vin yeah. Uh, Vince. Uh, Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. Yeah. And uh, and this other guy, I, I always forget his name, but uh, he was on the show, the IT Crowd or the It Crowd, uh, a British TV show. Very, very funny. Very. <laughs> Raunchy, underrated, yes, a lot yes. of stuff going on there. And and the funny thing is, I was just, I don't know if I was talking to you or my wife, but uh, one of the things that we were talking one about. One of the same. At this point, <laughs> you guys split custody. Um, but you don't see movies like, you don't see no. these raunchy comedy movies. No, anymore. the Apple Pie, the, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, what was that? Uh, yeah, yeah. Apple American, Pie, American, American Pie. American Pie, American Pie yeah. yeah. That's all, that stuff is done. 
Council culture is going to kill all that. It might come back at some point, but you have to kind of go underground to watch that kind of thing. It's not coming out in the theaters. You're seeing all the Disney, all the cartoons, the the superhero movies, the rehashing of this, that, or whatever. Yeah. You know, and love stories. I'm I'm surprised. Raunchy comedy anymore. I'm surprised Council culture isn't going after The Simpsons and uh, Family Guy yet. I mean, but uh, you know why? It's because they're animated. You can get away with anything in animation. Like, look at Big Mouth. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah! Look at uh, what was it uh, the coach show that we were watching? Oh the my god! Hoops, hoops on Netflix. Yeah, if you yeah. watch, you're gonna laugh your ass off yeah, with that one. He's like, "Oh my fucking god, you're the best player I've ever seen. You should play for me." I don't even play basketball. I don't give a fuck. You're 13 and you're tall. You should come. Oh my god, it's fantastic. <laughs> it's worth the it's worth the watch, y'all. But yeah, and that the, is the voice, ladies and gentlemen. That is the voice. <laughs> yes, literally the voice. <laughs> I think it was it Jake Johnson from uh, New Girl is the voice of that. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's he's got a lot of voiceover work. He's super underrated. But uh, that is it. That's what we got for today. How how do you feel about that show? Um, I had a lot of fun. We did. <laughs> we, we, I think uh, the, we were just saying yeah. when when it's you and me and yeah. and there's not all these uh, guests that get in our <laughs> get in our way, which we <laughs> we love talking to guests. It's very informative, but. But this was just us two just shooting the shit and just bullshitting and and just it flows really good. Yeah, we have a good time. But so. Thank you so much for listening. A big thank you to our sponsors, 606 Media, True Chicago Sports Fans, ACSI, and Grit Clothing Company. Don't forget to go to gritclothingco.com and get your official TCSF podcast t-shirt. Search for keyword True Chicago and use our promo code TRUEFAN15 at checkout for 15% off of your entire order. That's TRUEFAN15. Go and get your shirts right now. Yes, sir. And don't forget to visit our new friends at acsi.tech and check out their career section to start an exciting new career in the communications industry. Check out our Facebook page for a job fair in your area. Shout out to Shine Native Radio Podcast, now available on all major platforms. Mike Logic, Ideal Throw MC, and Words Talk About Sports, Movies, and All Types of Eel Shit. Go check them out right now. Special shout out to the homie Mike Logic. The brand new single Whiskey on the Rocks from That's the dope. upcoming album, it. as I was saying, is now available on Spotify. And his song Dreams is making the rounds. It's been on the radio. Yes, sir. Uh, check that out. Uh, I did the artwork, so you'll see it and uh, <laughs> and recognize the greatness right it's away. It's about Mike Logic, not you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> hey, we, we didn't talk shit about Mike all show. We did not. He did not get what? one. Nope. nope. Hey. Give Miss Flowers. Give Miss Flowers. He's come out with some dope new new music and uh, and make sure you check for him. Type in M I C L O G I K on Spotify and check out his music. Shout out to Ronesh and shout out to Panic for the beats we played on today's show. Check out PanicOnTheBeat.com for all your Bowman merch and gear. And don't forget to check us out on social media. You can find us at True Shy Fans on Twitter and on TikTok. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, and reach out to us. Hit the DMs. Hit the email. Give us your stir in the pot, your movie recommendations, your reviews of the show, what you think about what the Cubs are doing, and uh, are the White Sox going to win the World Series? Let's hope so. Let, hit us up. All of our DMs. And you can also reach us at TrueChicagoSportsFans at gmail.com. All right, y'all, for Big Z, this is E-Rock. We will see you next week for episode 660. 60, bro. 60. That's like a like a 60-year-old man. I mean, pretty soon we'll get some retirement uh, benefits here. Mm, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I can stop working. No. No. <laughs> All right, y'all. Until then, be good to each other. For love of sports. Yeah. Thanks, Cobb.
<laughs> you are absolutely correct on that. A few moments later. You have a lot of incest. That's real. Shut your mouth. Lover boy. Nature versus nurture, Lodge. Nature always wins. I think he's on steroids. Hasta luego, amigos. Show's over, show's over, show's over. <laughs>